Hello everyone, my name is Allison Dijak and welcome to On The Scene, your weekly source for KW music, arts, film, and event listings here on midtownradio.ca. We want to begin our program by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional and contemporary stolen territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral people, as well as the Haldeman Tract, land promised to the Six Nations that runs six miles on each side of the Grand River. Now, our show will be live on Thursday nights from 7 to 8 p.m., And tonight we are live broadcasting from TWB, Together We're Bitter, Cooperative Brewing. This is a fantastic place to be. Midtown Radio has had some awesome collabs with TWB over the years. Live broadcasting some of their live music nights. We brewed a beer together. We've recorded a comedy night here. So we're really happy to be back. I'm joined as always by Derek Rydell, my co-producer and man on the sound. How are you, Derek? I am good. I'm very excited for this episode. I think it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. We actually got a lot of comments on our social media this week being like, oh, this is going to be a really good episode. (laughs) Like, I'm excited for the lineup of guests. So I think so, too. It'll be nice. (laughs) And I'm glad that we got to actually check out the patio tonight. It was pouring rain earlier in the day. And I have to say, when I pulled up into the parking lot, I was pretty surprised to see a full patio. Yeah. uh, The rain's not going to stop us and i think it's going to hold off just long enough i and think plus so they were kind enough to uh set up a little tent so definitely if it does rain we are protected yeah the show will go on <laughs> well we're surrounded by uh lots of folks and also lots of dogs yeah. uh, dog friendly kw has their barks and brews kind of social night here tonight i think it's happening every thursday actually throughout the summer um our friends over at dog friendly kw are just finding ways to get people with their dogs to hang out together and kind of practice sitting and I don't know (laughs) chilling and being calm around people so it's very cute we get to uh check out some dogs I'm I'm, I'm digging this one right right across from us right here he's he's pretty cool (laughs) so cute I love it yeah TWB I'm I'm like so impressed with the the range of events they have Mm -hmm. truly I've been uh, looking at their posts on social media I took a look through their website today and they have some cool stuff going on Uh, they have the dog events they've been doing karaoke recently (laughs) I know that like Eric Moon who we interviewed in Melody Bijou they've both been hosting some karaoke nights there's been some trivia nights going on um Summer Music Festival? Summer Music? Yeah, their Summer Summer Music music Series. series. Yeah. 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 So every Friday, um, they have live music here on the patio. And as someone that has attended it and played it before, it is a very, very fun time. Great way to celebrate the summer. Um, So we're super excited to be here tonight chatting about the things that are going on at TWB and talking some local events that are coming up yeah so we it should be a really fun show um we're going to be chatting about some different events coming up in the next couple weeks in town we're also going to sit down with local wrestlers lenny lilac and sabrina kyle to talk all about the off the rope studio that they're a part of and their upcoming punk rock slobber knocker i said it right i didn't didn't know if i would very good (laughs) and uh later in the show we're also going to hear a conversation I had earlier in the week with local hip-hop artist and community builder Sam Nabby. So definitely a fun show in store tonight. If you are ready to talk local events, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> hell I'm yeah. I'm going to try and refrain from... <laughs> <laughs> wrestling lines throughout the night. I am a bit of a wrestling mark. So okay, that's I'm, I'm, good. I'm a nerd. That's good. <laughs> I have friends who are big into the wrestling scene. I have to be honest, it's not something that I choose to watch, but I have been surrounded by it mm-hmm. with friends. I've, I've gotten into it a little oh, bit from yeah, time to all time. All it takes is a good match here, a good yeah. match there. Oh, What's yeah. going to happen next week? And you're suckered yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> The promos, the promos get me sometimes. It's like, oh, but what is going to happen? Yeah, now now I want to watch it. So (laughs) should be fun. We'll see what our guests have to share about today. 
Uh, we're going to kick things off with some music uh, from local band Monday Morning Whiskey. These guys are actually on Local Music Live maybe about two months ago now. There's a super fun conversation to listen to. They're going to be playing at the Edelweiss Tavern this Saturday, July 8th at 8.30. So this is their song, Skipping Stones. just heard Skipping Stones by Monday Morning Whiskey. They're going to be performing at the Edelweiss Tavern on Saturday, July 8th at 8.30 p.m. if you liked what you heard. Welcome back to On the Scene on Midtown Radio. My name is Allison Dijak and we are super excited about our show tonight. We're broadcasting live on location here at TWB Brewing in Kitchener, hanging out on the patio and thankfully staying dry from the rain. Over the next hour, we'll be talking all about some local arts and culture events going on in KW. And coming up shortly, we'll be chatting with local wrestlers Lenny Lilac and Sabrina Kyle from Off the Rope Studio. And in the second half of the show, we'll hear from local hip-hop artist Sam Nabby. But before we dive into our interview, Derek, it's time to chat about some events. All right, let's do it. 
Okay, so because we're at TWB, I have to give a shout out to um, this upcoming event they have called Hot Dogs. It is happening on Saturday, July 15th, so next weekend, and it is a dogs and drag show. So <laughs> they have uh, Dog Friendly KW has teamed up with Cinched Events, and uh, there's going to be five drag performers performing alongside five adoptable dogs, kind of showing them off. Hopefully uh, people can <laughs> adopt those dogs That's by the cool. end of the night. Yeah, we're going to see performances from Sasha Tees, who we just had on the show, yep. Element, Archer Backmore, Misconduct, and it's all going to be hosted by Calypso Cosmic. So it's on sa next Saturday. Tickets are $20. Excellent. Sounds like so much fun. Absolutely. <laughs> what are you excited about? Uh, I, got a, I got a few things here. Okay. Uh, I mean, first, the punk rock Slobberknocker. Yeah, so excited. We'll talk more about that, though. Yeah. But that's one to check out. Uh, my favorite movie of all time is playing at the Apollo. We talked mm -hmm. about it a month or so ago. Jaws is I think playing. we manifested that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it's my favorite summer movie. Every summer, you got to watch Jaws. Yeah. Uh, so it's playing at the Apollo on the 7th, 8th, 9th, and 13th. Love it. If you've never seen it on the big screen, it's the way to see Jaws. Mm -hmm. It's so great. So I would recommend that. Uh, plus, there's a ton of great movies at the Apollo playing this month. Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Point Break, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Escape from New York, Dick Tracy, oh, Wet Hot God. Summer, Speed, Blue Velvet, another favorite of mine, and Galaxy Quest, just to name a few. I'm so going to say I've only seen about you, half of those. Oh, so many good movies. <laughs> so that's the Apollo. Then here on July 14th at... Here at TWB mm -hmm. because you won't promote <laughs> your I band. Won't, I won't I will say promote it your band for you. <laughs> uh, I the Mountain will be performing live yeah. here at TWB. We're very excited. Honestly, TWB shows are so, so much fun. We'll just be coming back from Mariposa Folk Festival for a little hometown show. So nice. it'll That's be fun. where uh, I kind of first met, like last year, you guys did a show here. Yeah. And that's kind of where I first saw how. This all works. Okay, all <laughs> the, the live broadcasting yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, so that's on the 14th, and then one shame, one more shameless promotion to myself because you know I have to. Yeah, I'll be at the Jane Bond on Jan or January, July 15th. <laughs> right? For uh, a new night that I'm calling Camaro Rock. Okay. Uh, it's uh, 70s, 80s retro rock night. So it's going to be classic rock, heavy metal, glam metal, arena rock, uh, rock and roll guilty pleasures, and nice. much, much more. Uh, trying something new, but it should be really fun. So that's on the 15th at the Bond. I love it. Oh, my goodness. So many exciting things. I'm going to give one more shout out to something that... It only is timely because tickets are uh, going to be gone after today. KW Famous is doing their art hop again. Oh, yeah. And um, they just released early bird tickets that close today. So art hop, if you don't know what it is, it's this like huge takeover of KW. They had like visual artists. They had different like art activities, sculptures, different paint things. They had musicians like all over the city, different kind of like pop-up events. And it looked so, so cool. There was like a huge glow in the dark dance party. There was like a rooftop patio party. Um, so they've released tickets again. Early bird tickets are only $65 right now for the both days, September 8th and 9th. And those tickets are gone at midnight. So if anyone's listening right now and wants to go to KW Famous's Art Hop, check out their website, arthopkw.ca, and grab those early bird tickets before uh, before the, the price goes up a little bit. Yeah, so, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Lots of great events. So many things. Uh, if anyone wants to check out any other events going on, they can always head to our website, onthescenekw.ca, to see all of the music, film, and festival and stage listings that are happening over the next couple weeks. Well, we are going to hop into our interview so I don't have to talk as much. <laughs> um, we always love uh, hosting local guests on On The Scene. It's so fun to hear from people that are helping make our local arts and culture and entertainment scene a better place. 
So and wrestling is an art form. It is. I'm so excited. These are our first wrestlers on the show ever. So my first guests for the evening are local wrestling performers and mentors from Off the Rope Studio. Sabrina Kyle is the founder of Squared Circle Sirens, the first facility in Canada where women wrestlers can be coached and mentored by other women. She also holds various titles, having performed with different companies across the United States and Canada. Lenny Lilac is a mentor at Off the Rope Studio and a longtime member of the Ontario wrestling community. He has had success in all aspects of the wrestling business, and his best ability is availability, from sales to ring announcer, from ringside manager to wrestler. I'm so, so excited to chat with these folks and hear more about the local wrestling scene. So welcome to On The Scene. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, very excited to have you here. Um, so tell me a little bit about how Off The Rope Studio got started. I'm going to be honest, I hadn't actually heard of it before we were kind of digging into this event and looking to get you guys on the show. How did Off The Rope start? Um, so in 2020 during COVID, there was a, a movement called the Speaking Out Movement, which is kind of like the Me Too movement in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And it was a bunch of men and women in professional wrestling that have been taken advantage of in different ways. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted a safe space for everyone and an inclusive space for everyone to train. Um, so Lenny and I drove around, we found this building and then um, my partner Jeff and I went to look at it and it was perfect and we figured it out and yeah. that's how it started. Amazing. Yeah. Did you kind of feel like there was a need for that in KW, like kind of a, a bit of a gap in, in this area? Or? Um, just in wrestling in general, there's mm -hmm. nowhere really like it, it's the first female owned school in Canada ever. And there's no other schools where it's just women in the building when they're training. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where they're being trained by another female. For myself, starting wrestling at 15, I was the only girl mm. ever at training for months. Yeah. Um, so it was, you know, overbearing, but it's a lot easier now for girls to come in and just, you know, be themselves and mess up. And there's not guys there laughing at them or, you know, thinking oh they're gonna say something behind my back or whatever yeah or um, worried about what they're wearing or something yeah or, so yeah. I wouldn't say that other schools aren't safe spaces but mm -hmm. I just I'm there policing my own space and I know that it's safe and I, I know it's safe and inclusive for everyone that's really special um so you started wrestling when you were 15 how did why did you decide to get started family or <laughs> pop culture or just an interest that came about I saw Gangrel on TV. Okay. <laughs> I saw The Brood and I was like, that's it. That's what I want to do. And then as I started to get older, uh, it was Trish Stratus. And I'm like, she's from Toronto. I, I grew up in the system in group homes and it was kind of my escape. Mm -hmm. And so actually when I started training, I was living in a group home in downtown Hamilton and, mm -hmm. and I would take the bus two hours to go to training and it, it became my, my family and my community. So... Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I love when uh, a passion can kind of become that really like special community and yeah, family as well. Yeah. Lenny, how about you? How, when did you get started in wrestling? How old were you? Well, <clears throat> my grade eight teacher told my mother that if I, if everything was about wrestling, I'd get a hundred percent in school. <laughs> okay. Cause I was a fan since I can remember. And I started in the wrestling business in 1996. Mm-hmm. And I, I was a member of the infamous ICW Wrestling School in Cambridge. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very infamous because of a lot of craziness happened there. But we all have a degree of separation from each other throughout the Ontario. Someone went through there, the, that system. It was the only wrestling school at the time. Okay. And I didn't, I wasn't a wrestler. I just worked there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, so most of the time I spent with Waldo Von Erich, who was a famous uh, '70s wrestler. He may have ended Madison Square Garden with Bruno San Martino. He was a the uh, the the heel, and uh, he I spent a lot. And he was from Elmira actually, and he oh, spent wow. a lot of time there because wrestlers have a hard time integrating into society. And uh, once once you're inside the wrestling business, you, it's can't one you can't get out. Okay. And everyone says, "Oh, I'm going to retire." I'm gonna retire. You can't. <laughs> it's not. It's not possible. And two, um, it, it's just it, we we feel awkward and we, because we we have a we have our own language, we have our own skill set, we have our own, you know, and and, and it's not trans. You know, I can't I can't explain it to you. Okay. Right. That's fair. So when the way he explained it to me when I was a kid that. 
I have to, I feel at Off the Ropes, I can purvey this message to the next generation. Mm -hmm. And I need to, because it's burning in my soul. (laughs) And with it, yeah. And with, with, so there's, there's always, everyone will say there's a right way and a wrong way to do something. Well, I'm, I'm that voice. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. I feel like when you say that, it's hard to like connect with people outside of that. That reminds me a little bit of, um, I grew up working at an overnight summer camp and like you would be there for the entire summer. You'd be there for like two and a half months, sometimes even four months if you kind of worked the spring staff too. And like coming back to the real world, it was like, I have all my slang that I'm using. I have all my like community around me i have my camp name that i use right and then coming back it's like and yeah your own, oh, you have your I own set this? of rules yeah, and like exactly. the way what's acceptable there is not acceptable yeah. everywhere else and we have that we have the same thing yeah, right so that's so. What it makes and me we also of. won't explain them to you and yeah. if you break them we'll be mad at you fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> right um so right? Yeah. yeah i'd love to dive into a little bit of like your own wrestling careers coming up with your personas um you are the queen of horror. Sabrina Kyle, the queen of horror. I'm actually not anymore. <laughs> not anymore? Oh, no. Uh, so okay. I'm, the, I'm the blood countess, Sabrina Kyle. She, I, she evolved. I evolved blood after COVID. Blood countess. I love that, um, too. So it's based off of uh, the serial killer, Elizabeth Bathory. <laughs> okay. Um, who would bathe in the blood of young virgins to mm-hmm. stay youthful. Well, okay. I'm one of the only girls in Ontario that's been wrestling for 18 years. And okay. so I beat the hell out of younger girls and say youthful that's that's what it is yeah he was like yeah you could you could change it you could change it so I'm like I'm constantly evolving when Mm -hmm. I started out I was like this my name was Sapphire and I Mm -hmm. wore sparkly outfits I was 15 right and I did that for a few years and then I changed my name to Sabrina Kyle and Mm -hmm. then I did like um a Batman Harley Quinn type thing and then I evolved from that and I was just kind of doing whatever and then I I start I did a photo shoot because um, I modeled for a while too mm-hmm. when I was younger uh, of like a, a half skull face and okay. then it was actually the owner of 365 Eddie Osborne that was like you should wear that when you wrestle mm-hmm. and I was like well maybe and then I started doing it and that's kind of how the queen of horror came in and I love horror movies like I'm covering yeah. in horror <laughs> tattoos and and so it really fit my personality but then this blood countess thing I was like I kind of wanted to move on from just doing horror movie characters Mm -hmm. and so I started doing that when we came back after COVID very cool how do you when you're mentoring um new wrestlers that next generation how do you kind of encourage them to like find inspiration for who they want to be or is there kind of a way that it usually happens or people have their own ways of coming up with characters and personas for me, the best thing was taking things that I like in my personality mm-hmm. and integrating that into who I am in the ring. Okay. Finding who you want to be and who you're comfortable with. Because there's people who, like, they're so quiet and whatever, and then when they find that character and they can get into that character, then they can be that person in the ring. Yeah. And that's what we want. So, you know, we, I have one student and she's a teacher and I'm like, oh, you should be like, you should come out with like a ruler. <laughs> like you're going to hit people with it. Yeah. And like, you know, cause that's kind of like real life, but then you take it a, a step farther and then yeah. you're that character. So Totally. I don't know, Lenny, you might have a different idea it, no, about it. No, I, I often see, I, you see it in someone. So whatever their personality is, or uh, you take a piece of their personality and turn it up full blast, mm-hmm. right? It's not it's not a little bit. So we have a student named Jordan, and he looks like a salesman. He acts okay. like a salesman. <laughs> and we made him into an infomercial salesman. Yeah. Bruce Thunderstein, that's a shout okay. out to you. Yeah. Follow him on TikTok. Yeah, he's hilarious, that. right? So cool. And so, where did? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, it just it just happens, right? You can and you can change it tomorrow if you want yeah. to because it's it's like we said it's it's art, right? So, um, but it takes years. For myself, I I was a big fan, or I heard you earlier say you were a wrestling mark. Oh. I, yeah, I was a big fan of Playboy Buddy Rose. All right. So when I was a kid, he was like the he was gonna he was not he was only famous in portland and then he started coming to the new york area which we started getting television for and i like i i don't know why i just liked it and then i'm so when i started choosing my name i'm like well he's playboy buddy rose i'm like i want to be meaner i want to be i want to be dirtier i'm I'm like (laughs) penthouse all right and then i'm like and then i'm like well and he's he's 
he's uh, Buddy. I'm I'm Lenny, and he okay. and he was Rose. I'm like, well, I need a sp- I need the the Spider-Man villain because it has to be the same first name, yeah. first letter and last name. So li- Lilac. I, li- I started looking up flowers. Right? Yeah. So my yeah my wrestling name most all, almost all my career was Pantos Lenny Lilac. But okay. I recently lost a uh, a match where I was forced to retire uh, from mm. three six five. And now there's this weird guy running around with a face mask on that kind of looks like me, but his name is Chico, but uh, he's not me. Uh, he's okay. people, a lot of people say that's me, but it's not me. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm curious, talking about some, some past um, matches, who has been a favorite opponent of yours over the years? Is there anyone that sticks out in particular, someone that maybe pushed you in a different way or was just a really compelling match um i really like working with um roughhouse jeff black okay he's it's he's also my partner (laughs) (laughs) most people know that but he really pushed me to um to the next level in the ring and every time i wrestle him it's like a competition so Uh i like that um yeah so he's he's one of my favorite opponents (gasps) oh big dog over there (laughs) I also really, uh, re- I've, I've wrestled Kyle Boone once, okay. and I really enjoyed my match with him. Yeah, cool. What about you, Lenny? Uh, I like anyone who has, like, the fans love. And I, okay. Because I always, when Lenny always wanted to be hated. Okay, right? are so, you the heel? Yeah. So <laughs> I, had a, I had a long feud with Mike Hart, which is uh, Bret Hart's uh, uh, nephew. Okay. And uh, that was good. Uh, right now I'm having good matches with Super Kamikaze or Super K. It's, Fun. they're really, I am enjoying them. Fun. And uh, the fans seem to. Um I, I like 80s style wrestling, and so I act like that. I mm-hmm. teach like that. I talk like that. I, <laughs> I'm coming to your show with the 70s and 80s music. It's going to be awesome. Perfect. <laughs> nice. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I need it. to be comp, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So uh, you guys have a big show coming up this weekend, the Punk Rock Slobber Knocker. I've practiced saying that. Um this sounds like a super fun show. It's in collaboration with the KW Punk Rock Flea Market. Um, tell us a little bit about some of the wrestlers that are facing off in this event. I know it's a big list, but give us a few highlights. So we have uh, Tyler Bateman coming in from Los Angeles. Um, cool. He's also doing a seminar at our school at uh, 12 o'clock before the show on the Saturday. Very cool. Um, as far as I know, he's never wrestled in Canada before. He, uh, he's been wrestling for over 20 years. He's wrestled for ROH, and he's now wrestling for New Japan. Wow. So he's going to be wrestling the 365 champions. Mm-hmm. Global champion. Global champion. Uh, cool. Easy Eric Kearney. Uh, myself, I'm going to be wrestling Jeff Black in a good housekeeping match, which is hardcore match, essentially. Okay. Um, we have Ryder Furlong taking on Wanda Del Rey. They're both new. Wanda's really new, but she's really good. I think it'll be a really good match. We have intergender match with Revna and Stratos. Revna is one of my students. I'm really excited for her against uh, Shiloh and Kyle Boone, who I mentioned mm-hmm. was one of my favorite opponents. We have Chico. Yeah, I never heard of him. Against <laughs> Super K. The masked mystery person. <laughs> uh, Daddy Davis, who's one of my favorites from Guelph, against one of our students, CJ Graham. And mm-hmm. we also have Warhead, who's a local favorite, taking on Sammy Sierra, who's another one of our students. Thank so yeah. it should be a really, really good show. Did I forget any matches? Not that I'm aware Okay. I tried okay. really hard to remember all the if matches. If we forgot about you, we don't love you. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, for folks that maybe haven't seen a live wrestling show before what would you tell them about it to like convince them to come or or like maybe you haven't thought about this aspect of the show or something for I people promise that you never if done. you spend the money and come into the building that you'll get hooked there's nothing better than live wrestling it's it's combative theater uh, at its finest mm-hmm. um, you can't watching on TV has nothing to do with what we do yeah. anymore uh, it's not the same product uh, we it's complete yeah it's completely different and every person who's ever walked into any of the venues that Sabrina or myself and when they leave they're like that's the best 20 bucks I ever spent yeah cool. and we promise you that you'll you'll feel the same way when you spend it on Saturday 
Fantastic. Yeah. If So if people want to get tickets uh, for the Punk Rock Slobber Knocker, where can they grab tickets? Um, they can send me an email at authorropestudio at mm-hmm. hotmail.com, and then they can pick them up at the studio, or they could come to the studio with cash. We are... We actually, after tonight, aren't open, so sending okay. me an email would be a good idea. B&K Collectibles is also one of our sponsors, and they are also a ticket location. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be such a fun show, and like in collaboration with Pink Lemonade Records, they're bringing in some musicians to play afterwards, so... well. Uh, the musicians actually are going to be playing. We're we're wrestling in between sets, so you're getting best oh, of both worlds. You're it's getting in between. Yeah, okay. you're getting a band and then wrestling show, and then a band and then wrestling show. So there's no like if you're just there for wrestling, yeah. you have to you don't have to wait until after the bands or you know there's Fantastic. one or the other, right? Fantastic. Oh, very very cool. I love it. I definitely we've been as we've been doing this show, we've been seeing more wrestling events pop up, and we're we've been sort of trying to to push them out. So it's really fun to see one happen right in downtown Kitchener. Uh, I in promise if you come, I'm going to throw, I mean, Chico's going to throw <laughs> super kamikaze off the bar. <laughs> I love it. Um, I did want to also add, we as a studio, Author mm-hmm. Up Studio, we do have a show coming up August 11th at Rhythm and Brews in Cambridge. Okay. That is a 19 plus event, so it might get a little crazy, mm-hmm. but that'll be featuring a lot of our students as well. So okay. it's a good good night to go out and support local talent. Yeah, you can find us both on 365prowrestling.com. Uh, we run weekly, well, monthly shows in Guelph and all over Ontario. Perfect. Yeah, it's been so wonderful to learn more about Off the Roots, Off the Rope Studio and the Squared Circle Sirens. It's uh, really fantastic to hear about what you folks are doing to kind of get that next generation of wrestlers feeling confident and feeling safe in what they're doing and, and bringing that to the community as well. So thank you so much for chatting with me. Thanks, yeah, for, thanks having for having us. Well, we are going to hear a song now from a band that's going to be playing at the Punk Rock Slobber Knocker. This is Frank Dukes with their song, What Up Todd? just heard what up todd by frank dukes they are going to be performing during a wrestling match at the punk rock slobber knocker this weekend saturday july 8th um it's at elements nightclub in downtown kitchener 
Tickets are $25 if you want to join, and doors are at 7 p.m. It sounds like it's going to be a fantastic night. I thought it was going to be pretty cool going into the show and then hearing them talk about it, bands in between the mat. I love that. Unfortunately, I'm going up north tomorrow, but if I was not, I would be there without a doubt. I am also away this weekend. (laughs) It's like, it's so sad. We like talk about all these very cool events that happen, and then sometimes it works out out to go to them and other times sadly it just doesn't <laughs> yeah but i'm it's going to be a great show so get out there support your local indie wrestling yeah definitely check it out check out off the rope studio on yeah, instagram absolutely. and social media okay well before we hop into our second interview of the night we have some three stars of kw to give out <laughs> so every episode of On the Scene this summer, we are choosing three things in KW that deserve VIP status and a little shout out for how great they make mm-hmm. our cities. So my first star, the meatball sub at Peppy's <laughs> Pizza. I have to admit, <laughs> I was a little under the influence of something last yes. night and 1 a.m. struck and... Oh. The meatball sub just really, it really hit the spot. Yes, I bet it did. (laughs) So shout out to Peppy's Pizza for making a great meatball sub. What star do you got, Derek? Uh, I'm going to give a star to Goldie's Convenience. Uh, Sadly, it is now closed. Mm -hmm. Uh, The building was sold and uh, condo development is going up. But I wanted to give the star to Goldie's uh, for the impact it had in such a very short time. Yeah. Yeah. brought people to the downtown core was an all-inclusive space for everybody just a really great place to hang out it it it, it's a real loss to the downtown that that place is gone uh but and i know you know it's got to kind of be rough for lindsay the cameron the owner who we had on the show who was a great guest um but you know to know that that place in that short of a time had that much of an impact on a downtown community mm-hmm. and the people in general. It's not a place that's going to be forgotten anytime soon. And look for Goldies to do pop-ups throughout the summer. I yeah. think they're at the uh, Way Cool Vintage uh, Market yeah, that's happening. I saw that. uh, so I think Goldies will be there with a pop-up. But yeah, so just a shout out to Goldies and the impact it had uh, in the downtown. Uh, big loss to the mm-hmm. downtown. Very special. Okay, and I'm going to give my third star to a beer that I had on the weekend that was so good. It's called the Friends of Marsha. It is a unicorn IPA from Counterpoint Brewing. (laughs) Okay, what's a unicorn IPA? (laughs) So this was their pride beer that they made uh, in June. It was a collaborative brew, and um, it was brewed with hops and sorrel and hibiscus and rosehip and pink peppercorn, and it was just delicious. It was like one of the best things I've drank. So it's still on tap at Counterpoint check out the unicorn ipa friends of marcia no unicorns <laughs> were harmed in the brewing of the beer i don't think so graham's a good guy over there <laughs> <laughs> well thank you our three stars for making kitchener waterloo an amazing place to be we thank you for your service if you have a suggestion for another star of kw send it our way on instagram at on the scene kw Well, my second guest for the evening is Sam Nabby, and unfortunately, Sam couldn't be here tonight for our live broadcast, so I met up with him earlier in the week, and I got to chat with Sam about his summer local tour, his new music, how he loves collaboration within the local music community. So Sam, if you have not heard of him, is a hip-hop artist and community builder based in Kitchener. He runs TriCityHipHop.com. A map of places past and present that have influenced the region's hip-hop culture. He also has been a guest host on Midtown Radio for our local music live program. Sam performs lyrically dense boom bop for your head and your heart. So enjoy our conversation um, earlier in the week. Hello Sam, welcome to On The Scene. Hello, thanks for having me on. Yeah, very, very excited to have you. I feel like, it's funny, I feel like I've interviewed you before just because we've talked a lot and we've like 
talked at community events, but I've actually never done an official interview with you. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I think this is my first time on, on the scene. Yeah. I've, I've been, uh, this past year, I, I was doing interviews with Local Music Live, with bringing on other artists who mm -hmm. I appreciate and, and admire here in the region. But um, I think this is my first time being interviewed by Midtown Radio. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's about time because uh, you are also an amazing performer yourself and uh, deserve to be in the spotlight, too. <laughs> mm, thank you. Um, so we just came off a long weekend. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious, tell me a few things that would make up your perfect long weekend in KW if you're staying in town for the whole weekend. Oh, yeah. I love that. Um, so staying in town in KW, I have to go to a diner, either Slices in downtown or Checkerboard Cafe in Belmont Village. I love a good classic diner. So that's got to be on the brunch plans. So another thing would be going for a bike ride somewhere like Huron Natural Area or taking the market trail up to St. Jacob's. Mm -hmm. um, getting to experience some of our natural areas and countryside is really important to me. Um, and then just going to see as many shows as I can. I love going to see music, uh, local bands. We have so many great artists here playing at all kinds of venues. So uh, the Yeti runs small intimate shows or these outdoor music sessions that we have uh, in downtown Kitchener. Um, so I'm really always looking for places to, to go and see live music and figure out who's playing and, and who's making new stuff. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Mm -hmm. That sounds like such a good weekend. I'm also a sucker for a diner breakfast. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, you've had a really awesome start to the summer. You had two amazing shows recently, one at the Yeti, a favorite spot, and then performing at the Waterloo Community Picnic. Um, mm -hmm. We talk a lot about the Yeti actually on this show. I feel like a lot <laughs> of the bands we've had on like just love the Yeti. They talk about like this magical sort of space that we have that has recently become a, a great music venue. I'm curious, mm -hmm. what makes the Yeti special to you? Why do you uh, come back to playing shows or performing, playing shows or attending shows there? I think it comes down to the fact that when you're when you're there, it it's it's in a renovated house, right? The the um, the cafe is in the ground floor of an old house, and it just feels so cozy and it feels so familiar um, that when you have a crowd of people come in for a show, it almost feels like it's a house party or that everyone should know each other if they don't already, and mm -hmm. it's just a really great environment to meet new people and strike up a conversation and say hi. Um, I think the Yeti does a really good job of, of making space for those, you know, DIY um, events where, you know, it can be organized by just one or two people. You don't need a huge promotional strategy and it's become a space where people know they can go and see a show, not necessarily knowing who the band's going to be either. So I had a, a great time there on, um, I think it was June 22nd. I played with Saffron A and Brooklyn Duran. And, uh, you know, Brooklyn was touring from uh, Peterborough. I believe she lives in Peterborough and was touring around Ontario. Came to KW before she did the Pride um, concert in Toronto. And so me and uh, another local musician, Saffron A, who does, uh, who does folk music, we were opening for her. Um, and so three different artists, some hip hop, some folk, some singer songwriter, and we all sort of brought our own overlapping crowds to the venue. And yet everyone seemed to be there to soak it all in and, and, uh, and really appreciate the whole set, even if they were there for one person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. I really, like that i feel like i'm seeing more of these kind of like mixed bills uh recently mm -hmm. you know combining hip-hop acts with like a punk band or a screamo band or yeah doing like a folk yeah. act and then um and then something a little heavier or something it, it's really 
really special to be able to kind of share fan bases in that way and like open up your fan base to another artist that you admire but is like a very different genre than you yeah and i mean brooklyn duran who who headlined that show um as she makes excellent uh like some of it's almost country folk music Mm -hmm. some of it's more pop um and then during her her set she mentioned you know if you're looking for a different sound i also have done vocals for uh for a a metal band and (laughs) And we were, we were like, I had to talk to her after the show. And I said, what are you talking about? What band do you, what band are you involved in um, that does more heavy music? And she said, it's uh, Cancer Bats. And Cancer Bats is a, is oh. a, a band who is pretty well known locally and have played shows. And um, she is featured on one of their songs that has come out recently. So, um, you know, here's a bunch of people with different musical styles all collaborating in different ways. And I, I, I really think people don't, silo themselves as much as maybe they used to like I don't just say I'm a rock fan or I'm a hip-hop fan and I'm not going to listen to anything else I think people have sort of uh let themselves allowed themselves to appreciate lots of different types of music and and as artists we like to collaborate too so um another project that I've been involved with recently is uh with John Corbin so he's a hip-hop producer and a rapper who um, got his start at Laurier University. Mm-hmm. Um, he was pretty uh, involved in in the local DJ scene and hip hop scene in the 2000s. Um, and so he's coming back to do a bit of a retrospective on some of his older material, um, but recording it live off the floor with a live band. So I've been helping him connect with musicians in Waterloo Region to help make that happen. And we have uh, Caleb Koo on guitar, who who has done a lot of work with blues, rock, uh, I mean, lots of R&B, lots of genres. He's an excellent mm-hmm. guitarist. Um, Anthony James, who's a drummer in Bass Lions. Uh, Laura Sones, who plays a trumpet in, in, in Smack Jive and sings her own songs. But in this project, she's playing bass. So, okay. you know, she's kind of a jack of all trades. Um, and then J1, who is one of the featured artists in the Legacy Showcase um, last February. So mm-hmm. I helped sort of bring all these artists together who I really admire for different reasons and in different genres. Um, and they rehearsed together as a band to make these live off the floor recordings. And it really gelled well so people coming from more of a blues rock background or people coming from more of an r&b or from a jazz background like uh, people are up for collaborating and they're up for these kinds of experiments which i really like to see yeah wow that's incredible like all the names you're dropping i'm like yeah (laughs) that they're amazing they're amazing they're amazing uh we have so much talent in kitchener waterloo it's like pretty Pretty Mm -hmm. surreal at times, just how much talent is exploding here. Um, Wow, that's a very, very cool project. Um, Are you featured on the tracks as well or sort of working in that like producer? uh, Yeah, I'm more in the executive producer sort of behind the scenes, making sure everything is everything is working smoothly. Mm -hmm. I'm not on the tracks, but uh, I may have something with John Corbin coming out in the future. Very cool. <laughs> That's separate from that project. Yeah, we'll look yeah. forward to it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your kind of summer tour things. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've uh, you've sort of made it this thing where you do these little summer tours around KW. Last mm-hmm. summer you had the hometown tour, which I absolutely loved. I loved that you kind of took a spin on the traditional tour of like, going to different cities, different provinces or whatever. Mm -hmm. And instead you just chose like different venues. Like, was it maybe six or seven shows? Uh, Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Seven shows last summer. All around KW. And uh, it was just, you know, showcasing different spaces and different places to perform around the city, which I think is special. You know, you don't have to travel a ton to play a ton of shows and do a tour. Um, mm-hmm. where did, where did that idea kind of come from? Um, part of it was practical. I mean, I'm not a full-time touring musician and, and I like to, you know, have other, other obligations that keep me at home, yeah. but, um, I really love to dig into 
local, uh, you know, very hyper local themes in some of my music, you know, I reference places and people that are uh, that are in downtown Kitchener, for example. Um, for that tour, it was really just a celebration of different spaces that I've appreciated either as a music fan in the past or, um, you know, people that wanted to collaborate with me artistically. Um, so it all culminated at the end with a live off the floor hip hop performance at the KW Little Theater. And I had a, a drummer and a guitarist come with me on stage. And we, we again, reimagined some of these songs. So I, I, I realized that if I'm doing a tour all in one city, if people come to a show, they don't want to see the exact same thing the next yeah. time they see me at a different venue. So um, part of the way that I've helped create some variety there is, yeah, working with drummers, working with guitarists, working with um, some live DJs. This past weekend in Waterloo Park, I worked with uh, Idan It Again, uh, who's a live finger drummer and DJ producer. Um, so just trying to get some element of surprise in there and just trying to um, put a new spin on some of the work that I've recorded. Very cool. And then this summer you have kind of a similar local tour again. <laughs> um, and this time it's the new album preview tour. So yes. you've been performing new music. I've seen this on my social media, actually. <laughs> I keep seeing people posting like, Sam Nabby's performing his brand new material. I am. It's been a long time coming. It's such an interesting feeling, right? Uh, how's mm -hmm. it been going so far? You've had two shows where you've uh, dropped some new songs. I have. So we did uh, the Yeti Cafe, which I mentioned before. And then this past weekend, at the July 1st community picnic at Waterloo Park. So I've been working on these songs, these new songs for about uh, six or eight months. Um, I spent the winter writing and refining and figuring out, you know, what this new sound is gonna look like. Um, I'm trying to lean into a bit more of a jazzy sound, a lot of trumpets and saxophones on the beats. Um, also a bit more uplifting. I think I, I had leaned into a dark and moody sound before. And these ones are a little bit more celebratory. Um, so yeah, they feel really good performing in front of a group. Um, it's always funny to see which songs you think are going to be the ones that people resonate with and then which ones people actually resonate with. Um, I have a, a line in one of them, which is, um, I just want to hide in the woods all day with a ghost of Noam Chomsky haunts me. <laughs> and it's just sort of one of these silly stream of consciousness rhyming things that came out sort of subconsciously for me. And then I work it into a song. And as I'm writing, I'm like Noam Chomsky, the ghost of Noam Chomsky haunts me. And I, and then in that moment, I'm like, oh, I thought he was dead, but he's actually not dead <laughs> and he's still alive. And so then I need to address that in the song as well. And yeah. so when this is coming out in the writing process, it's just very silly. And I mean, it might not have made the cut, but that's the line that people resonate with a lot. And they came up to me after the show and said that Noam Chomsky line was amazing. So you never know really what's going to get people. Yeah, definitely. Um, are these songs starting uh, the recording process? Or are you still kind of in the like workshopping, performing, seeing how things evolve? Yeah, I've recorded demos and I've reached out to some people who I want to get as features. Um, so right now I'm performing them in this solo format, but when they do get recorded, there might be an additional verse, there might be someone else singing on the chorus. Um, so I'm going to be performing them throughout the summer. I've recorded some demos, but I would plan to start recording in the fall and maybe have it released by the end of this year, beginning of next year. Oh, very cool. I'm already excited for whatever you do for an <laughs> album release. <laughs> you always have really creative, uh, creative ways to release your music, not just, um, you know, the songs themselves, but I feel like there's always other elements. So definitely yeah. looking forward to, uh, to watching that release cycle come about. Thank you. Um, now, lastly, before we kind of wrap things up, you have another super unique show coming up. Another one of these really mixed bills, I would say. Uh, mm -hmm. The show is being put on by Pinch. 
and they are bringing in a Polish folk punk band that's actually like on tour from Poland. They're called Hanba, I believe. Um, yeah. Tell us about how that bill came together. We've got Polish folk <laughs> punk and hip hop. Yeah. Um, so Hanba is really fantastic. If you if you go and listen to uh, any of their music, I would I would encourage you to actually find a live video of them on YouTube somewhere. They have had done some uh, some live video recordings, and and they take this 1930s folk poetry and put it to punk music but then they play it with traditional acoustic instruments mm -hmm. so um accordion uh, uh tuba looking thing you know the it the energy is very high energy very punk but then the method of delivery is like very traditional um and so they're really playing with expectations and i i think they're a band that's really fun to listen to and they'd be even more fun to listen to live. Um, so when we talk about um, about folk music in general or punk music or hip hop, like a lot of that, it stems from some of the same traditions of we're storytellers telling stories about our communities. Um, and I think if we have different ways of delivering that message, that's fine and people are cool with it. So I'm going to be doing some uh some new tracks and some old tracks maybe maybe the one centered around social justice and and uh, uh community building and my more political material might actually jive well with hanba uh even though they're talking about different eras and different struggles we're we're still um making folk music at, at that at its basic definition Totally. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I'm excited. I'm hoping to make it out for the show myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm half Polish, actually. So. Oh, awesome. so, so they sing in Polish, you might be able to oh. uh, understand some of the lyrics then. I don't know <laughs> a lot of Polish, to be honest, unless they talk about foods or say I love mm. you or thank you. Um, <laughs> I think I might be a little limited, but still exciting yeah. to see them. Um, yeah, and, this... and I mean that, that got together. Uh, that got together because of um, a Ben from Pinch Cabaret. Um, he he reached out to me, and, and he said in that email as well, like it was kind of an odd pairing, but I think it would work. And yeah. I, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Yeah, and it's at an interesting location too. Sort of a newer art mm -hmm. space in town, Studio Fusion. We actually talked about this space. Um, a few weeks ago on the show when it opened up. It's this old Zumba studio, I think in downtown Kitchener, that's now yeah. been taken over by the folks at the Yeti. And they're sort of, as far as I've heard, they're sort of using it. It's like a multi-use art space. There's been like an artisan kind of vendor show, <clears throat> concerts. Um, mm -hmm. I think Ben hosts improv nights there as well. Um, do you, have you been to this space yet? Yes, I went to visit for the Kafka opening and it's a it's a great space and it's a very accessible space. I from what I understand, you know, bands practice there. Um it, it's become a bit of an affordable rental spot for rehearsals. Um and we need we we have such a huge need for artistic spaces in this community. I mean, um, there, there's some institutions like 44 Gockel who that have created really great affordable arts uh, studio space, but they're full, and uh, you know that building may not be around forever. And then what? And then what happens? Yeah. And also, um, you know, the Kitchener Library has done a great job with get you know providing recording studios or spaces for people, but again, they're they're booked solid all the time. Yeah, there's a, a huge lineup. A waiting list for for all the jam halls um, that are in this region, like the Maxwell's Jam Hall or the one in Cambridge. And so there is such a need for more spaces like this, um, places where artists can develop their craft and, and host little shows. So I'm really grateful for it. And even if it's only temporary or it's around for a few years, we have to just scrape together whatever we have and try and make the most of it. Um, ideally, on the path to get permanent space for artists. But yeah. in the meantime, a building like this, which was an old Zumba studio, I mean, even that kind of gives it an interesting, unique little spin. Mm -hmm. um, 
the Zumbo studio was called Fusion. They just kept the name and now yeah. we're reimagining what the space can be. So I'm really excited for it. Yeah, wonderful. If people want to uh, grab tickets for the show, where mm -hmm. can they find them? So that show is through Pinch. So I think you can go to pinchpinchpinch.com and find the tickets there. Um, I'm also doing a show this Friday at TWB Brewery yeah. with Lee Reed. And Lee Reed is one of my idols. He's a he's a angry, old, crusty punk uh, political rapper from Hamilton. And Ooh, I'm he sensing has this, a theme going on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's um he's definitely one of my inspirations and I, I'm I'm gonna be honored to to perform with him. Um so that's this Friday, July seventh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, July 7th at TWB Patio. Fantastic. Yeah, I was looking at Lee Reed's uh, Instagram a little bit, and I, sa I mm -hmm. saw that he's played with B.A. Johnson, who I yeah. love. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's like a green flag in my books. He must be great. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think our a lot of our content is similar, but our style is very different. So it'll be a fun show. I mean, I'm a very... I'm a very mellow person. I'm a very chill person. And that comes through my music. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're going to have Lee Reed just amp up the energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> well, two opportunities to see you live this Friday at TWB for a nice outdoor patio show. And mm -hmm. then next week on Thursday, July 13th at Studio Fusion for some Polish folk punk and some hip-hop um it was so fantastic to chat with you sam just to hear a little snippet of how the summer is going and we'll be really really excited to uh hear some new material coming soon as well absolutely thank you fantastic have a great rest of your day <laughs> all right you too and that was my conversation with Sam Nabby from earlier in the week. He's going to be here on the TWB patio tomorrow night. So check it out. It's going to be a really, really fun night. Well, that is all the time that we have for On the Scene tonight. It's been fun to be back at it. This summer, we're just doing live episodes on the first and third Thursday of the week. Um, so you can always check out our website in between weeks for a ton of local events on the scene, kw.ca. Derek is always keeping it updated with <laughs> festivals and music shows and stage shows. So many things going on this summer. A lot summer. of cool stuff this it's summer. It's pretty wild. So our next live episode is going to be on July 20th. But next week we have a bonus interview um, with the Mud Men, I believe. They're a group that's coming to town and playing some music. So we'll have a special bonus interview with them next week. A big shout out to local jazz fusion band Top Pocket. We're using their song Wow as our theme song this year. On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Derek Rydell, and myself, Allison Dijak. And a special, special thanks to my guests, Sabrina Kyle, Lenny Lilac, and Sam Nabby. And a huge shout out to TWB Brewing in Kitchener for letting us hang out on their patio tonight. Definitely a ton of cool events happening at TWB this summer. So check out their website, check out their Instagram, and come for a dog hangout or a drag show or live music or, or food pop-ups. <laughs> I the Mountain's going to be playing here next weekend if you like that kind of music. We're a great band. No, I don't know. Yes, it'll be fun. Very good. It'll be fun. <laughs> um, well, we're going to close. <laughs> we're going to close our show off with a song from Sam Nabby. This is actually a live recording he did at the KW Little Theater last summer. Uh, we're going to close things off with his song "Confidence." I'm Allison Dijak. I've been here with Derek Rydell, and hello. we will see you next time for on the scene. Have a great night. If you smell what Midtown Radio is cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I'm sorry. I love it. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Jay Young. He's a fantastic DJ and beat maker from uh, uh, Cambridge. Um, we have a lot of fantastic hip hop artists here in Waterloo Region, and uh, DJ Know It is one of the OGs. Um, he's, he's been involved in so many people's careers and been involved in organizing beat battles, bringing up the younger generation. 
Um, and he did uh, a great public service. During the pandemic, he uh, made a bunch of beat tapes and invited people to collaborate with him. So this next song is, is one of his. Nice to meet you. I'm not about that live fast, die young. I'll be running circles around the sun for a while, hun. My work is never done. It has seasons. Believe me, I would rather live cold than die freezing. Like a rocket ship I gotta play with this frame Let me crop that shit I don't blame anyone I'm just an optimist Fucking apocalypse Snuffle up against Taught me this Folks won't believe in you easily The problem is If there's not ready to hear the truth Then you might as well drop it And wait till it's obvious yeah. I don't get set back I just get set up for writing more fetch tracks Mean girls gonna get that Nice guys come dead last I try to just feel good And get ready to bounce back Get ready to bounce back, yeah. How's that for having to watch your back when I spout facts? How's that for counting on passing when you just cut class? How's that for bragging about crystals? They only cut glass. How's that? You fake it till you make it out. Run fast. We're all in this game together, so don't try to talk smack. Don't say things that you know you'll have to just walk back. And keep the rivalry real and see which of us stops last. That's a fun one. 